Hi, you're listening to The Advantage Podcast with me, John Kenworthy. Hey there, uh, I'm Dr. John Kenworthy and welcome to this week's podcast for simple brain hacks to overcome performance anxiety. And thank you for listening to my podcast. I do trust that you're enjoying them. And please kindly do me a favour and spread the word to your friends and colleagues. This week I am sharing with you four simple brain hacks. And I really do mean simple ways to overcome performance anxiety. I've been prompted in part because of the responses I've been receiving to about a little video I made just over a year ago about your brain on stress and anxiety. And it's garnered just over shy over 100,000 views on YouTube alone, which is very humbling, but also disturbing and concerning for me. And if you read some of the publicly visible comments, you'll get an idea of the type of questions and, and comments I've been getting privately and through email from people who really are suffering some very major problems with stress and anxiety. But... There are four ways that anybody can deal with the immediate effects and reduce their performance anxiety. But a quick caveat, if I may, I am not a medical doctor. And if you are suffering from any long-term stress or anxiety, please do seek professional help. The four simple ways that I'm going to share with you today will help anyone with any degree of stress and anxiety but I'm focused far more on business people or people at work who are suffering stress and anxiety because they are about to perform in front of others. That performance might be an interview, a monthly report, a weekly meeting, or a major presentation that you've been preparing. And if you've yet to watch my little video, you'll find some link at the bottom of the email if you receive this on email and also on the show notes. You should do so now or later. And whilst you're over on YouTube, do subscribe to my channel. But before I begin on the four simple brain hacks to overcome performance anxiety, I think it's important that we understand just what is happening when we do get anxious. I was just seven or eight years old when I first experienced acute stage fright. I was due on stage to sing in my beautiful soprano voice in the finals of an interchurch national competition. But the room was just so huge. There were more than a thousand people there, parents and other contestants, and this was the finals. Something I'd been preparing and practicing for pretty well all year. But this song was difficult and required that I really hit those high notes perfectly. I just froze at the side of the stage. It was as if my shoes were covered in glue and glued me to the floor. My thin nylon shirt was soaking with sweat at the armpits and I began to shake. My singing coach, otherwise known as the choir master, came over to me and urged me to go on stage, shoving me out there. So I did get out into the middle of the stage and I stood there like a rabbit caught in the headlights. So I kept my head down. I made myself as small as I could so they couldn't see me. But then the pianist started the piece and repeated 
the first few bars again and again and again as I desperately tried to start singing. But not a chance. I just turned and ran from the stage in floods of tears. It's just a stage fright, the choir master said loudly to anyone who came near. He'll be fine in a moment. Hmm. Well, 46 years later, and I still get a little jittery when I'm about to perform. Not the singing. I gave that up a few years after that seven-year-old soprano was left crying by the side of the stage. So why do I get jittery? After all, I do this for a living. Well, it's probably for the same basic reasons that anyone does. I am about to perform in front of other people who will, in some way, be judging my performance. See, whatever your performance may be, a presentation to thousands or your annual performance review, an interview for a cool job or a monthly meeting in the office, maybe a sales pitch to a client, or one of those difficult conversations that you need to have with a reluctant team member. So how do you know that anxiety has crept up on you? Well, you need to be aware of your body, your thinking, and your feelings. Anxiety reveals itself to us through shallower and shorter breaths. Through perspiration, you may notice your ever so slightly clammy palms as you shake hands with your potential client. You might notice yourself changing your body language and unconsciously you just dropped your head. or turned your feet towards the door, or perhaps became tense in your arms and fists started to form. These are the classic signs that adrenaline is coursing through your veins, preparing you to freeze, to fly, or to fight. The feelings we have of anxiety are our physical response to the neurochemicals coursing through our body, principally the stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline. And it's important to realise that by the time you feel anxious, the chemicals that are creating those feelings have already been produced. And that's caused by your thinking. Consciously or unconsciously, you have been thinking thoughts that cause your brain to initiate a stress response, which in turn makes you feel stress and anxiety. What you need to do is stop thinking those thoughts. But herein lies the problem. You can't not think something. To think something, you have to think it. But to not think it, you have to think it to not think it. Remember my seven-year-old self back on the stage in tears? My dad, bless him, came over and told me, just pull yourself together, lad. Stop worrying and just get out there. My choir master didn't have much better advice. He told me to stop thinking about the audience and the judges. But at least he kindly reminded me that I was actually quite good at this singing thing and really did know the piece well, and that I could hit those notes. So how do you not worry? Well, you can't. What you can do is four very simple, very easy things and stomp out that anxiety. So number one, how can you stomp on your performance anxiety with a simple brain hack? Well, it's one thing that works for everyone, and it's breathing. Yep. 
I know you've been doing this since day one of your life, and brilliantly too, I might add, and you're doing it very nicely right now. But just how well do you breathe? In all likelihood, you don't even know the answer. But you do know that when you get anxious, you get a little shorter of breath. Your breathing becomes shallow, and just using the top of your lungs and your voice will lift as a result. So breathe deep into your belly, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Do that right now, and you'll soon feel relaxed as your body benefits from more oxygen and a calming thought life. So, number two, would you like to feel good about life and whatever it is you're about to do, whatever you're about to perform? Sure you do. So have a laugh. No, I'm not going to tell you a joke. Just laugh and laugh out loud. Doesn't matter what it sounds like, just laugh. (laughs) Okay, not if you're at a funeral. See, if anyone looked at you as if you're completely mad, well, maybe you are just a little bit mad. But do you feel better? Yes, you do. So you can breathe and you can laugh. Number three, would you like to feel pumped with life and energy? And who doesn't?